What remains the same is the love. <laughs> Welcome back to Two Pills in a Pod. My name is Candice and I'm Jessica and today we will be discussing a topic which I'm sure a lot of you out there have experienced or are experiencing now that is long distance relationship. So personally, I have never been in a long distance relationship. I had a medium distance relationship with my boyfriend for about 20 months when I was living in England and he was in Belfast and we used to see each other every two weeks. So I'm afraid I can't shed much light on this topic, but Jessica will. (laughs) Yeah, so I had a long distance relationship for three and a half years and it ended last year, August time. Um, Yeah, I just thought that I couldn't handle it anymore and I don't think I would ever want another long distance relationship. But for this episode, we have invited one of our very good friends, um, the queen of long-distance relationship, and I'm sure I have a lot to learn from her. Welcome, Chi Wei! Hi! Welcome, Chi Wei! Hi! Hi! Hi. What's up? Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. My pleasure! (laughs) So Chi Wei is one of our university friends, and we have been friends for quite some time, haven't we? We used to run about together. Yeah. Watching Korean drama together. Those were the days. <laughs> so one of the things that we have always looked up to Chi Wei with is the fact that she has always managed to keep her relationship constant, even though for most part, even until today, she has been in a long distance relationship with her long term boyfriend. And it always awes me how she does that because as we all know, it's not easy. And so just Chiwei, tell us a little bit more about your relationship, how long you've been doing a long-distance relationship for, and just generally what it's like. So, uh, hi again to both of you. Thank you for having me here. I've been uh, I've been in long-distance relationship for actually, as at today, it's exactly eight years and six months now. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yeah, so um, it is a long time. Yeah, so for the first three years, uh, I was in UK, and then he was in Singapore, and then fourth years, I was still in UK, and then he went to the states, and then yeah. fifth years, I already went back to I came back to Malaysia, and then he's still in US, and then finally for the remaining year, finally he came back and he stayed in Singapore, I stay in Malaysia, so now I consider us not to be in, uh, uh no longer be in long distance relationship. I think we are in a medium distance relationship. How often do you see each other then? Before pandemic, I think I I will fly over to Singapore almost every weekend. Wow, to see him. Yeah, so I I think uh in year twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen, I actually flew twenty. 20- two or 24 times to Singapore in that year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It is an expensive relationship, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is. Uh, I think the differences between my relationship with others is that I started this relationship long distance. Mm-hmm. And also the way that we handle this long distance relationship might be a little bit different with uh, some of the friends of mine who were doing long distance. This is from my purely from my observation. How did you feel about having to do your relationship long distance when you guys were starting um, out? What were your thought process? How do I feel? Actually, to be honest, I don't have any negative feeling when we we, we were going to, yeah. we decided to do a long-distance relationship. I don't feel sad. I don't feel anxious. I don't feel scared that this is not going to work because 
we were really good friends before that. And then when I go to study, uh, we just I just feel that, you know, that's definitely something. And then I really like him. And I don't know whether he really like me or not, but I really like him. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think the feeling is, I just feel like how most people feel when they just got yeah. into a relationship. I yeah. was, of course, happy, feeling blessed that yeah. we are a couple now. My best friend is now my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. And uh, aside from that, I actually feel very positive that time and very confident because yeah he was telling me to not worry he told me that uh, we have this joke like we always joke uh, we always say that we are not normal human being we are a bit weird so he said hey, you know we can do it so this is going to work yeah. let's uh let's try our best to mm-hmm. make this work such a beautiful story yeah I remember when Chiwe was in her first year in uni and her boyfriend came to Belfast and surprised her and he was hiding Aww. in the box remember yeah, no, that's the second year. <laughs> oh, that's the second year. Sorry, that's yeah. the second year. Do you think that your relationship over the years has changed? You know, comparing to the start and comparing it to now, how has it changed? What has remained the same? What remained the same is the love. Wow! <laughs> 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 I got diabetes now. I know. Mm, this bumps. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, what remains the same is the is the distance. What has changed might be the, I think might be the way that we handle this, and mm. uh, how we look at this this uh, relationship. I I think long time ago we will always have plan for everything, and mm-hmm. I'm the type of person who would like to uh, have a plan for all the things that is going to happen in my life and when mm. I don't when the plan is not achievable or something I will get very anxious so mm-hmm. in the first four years um, our plan is for me to finish study and then uh, move to Singapore but um, something happened and then I think my car- I have my own plan for my career I have another uh, expectation for my career fair enough yeah so I just uh, doesn't have the opportunity to move over. Okay. Yeah, and then after that, you know, when I get into workforce, probably it's because the environment has changed. My mindset, the way I think about something, the way I look about the something has also changed. And how I look at the, our relationship as well. Mm-hmm. So last time I really want everything to be in plan now, no more. And then last time I really want him to uh, text me 24 hours if can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. I'm like... Now it's just yeah. like, stay away from me. <laughs> uh, not like stay away from me. I still like texts, <laughs> uh, texts messages from him, but yeah. uh, I know that he's busy. Yeah. Mm. Uh, last time, you know, when you are in school, you have all the time in the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I just want him to talk to me, to be with me, video call me. But now I understand that he's busy, I understand that I'm busy. So it's kind of like we started to live our own life without condemning each other. Why you are not living the life that I want you to live? Mm, so true. Very mature of you. But the love is still there, the love is still there. But you guys support each other as well. what about you jessica how did you feel when you had to do your long distance relationship i i was the same i just i didn't have any negative feelings about um doing the long distance relationship like we really liked each other or we loved each other and we just like dive right in i think yeah we were really confident about doing long distance relationship and it worked really well for the first two years but after that it's just um i think the difference was like we are not going at the same 
pace anymore, and um, I can feel that he he put in less effort in this relationship anymore. Like he stopped trying. I think that's how it ended. Yeah, yeah. A relationship in general is a lot of hard work because mm. it takes two people for it to work, and then if you put in the distance and the time difference, it makes it even harder. So if mm-hmm. one person stop trying as hard as the other. That is where problem comes in, isn't it? Um, I guess this opens to both of you. What are some of the challenges of a long distance relationship that you have had to overcome, and how did you overcome them? Mine was the lot time time zone difference because, like, I was in I'm in the UK and he he's in Malaysia, and that's like eight hours time difference, and it's really hard for us to schedule a phone call together. Um, at the start, we actually tried to call each other every day. But like towards the end, we only managed to call each other to like twice a month, which I think it's not enough for like maintaining a relationship. And especially at this stage of life, we have like our own responsibilities. But at the same time, we're quite lost as well. Like we did, we didn't know what we want in life, um, and we didn't know what we want to focus in our career. We didn't know what's the career path that we want. So we're quite stressed out, and there's so so less common topic to talk about because we're in different country. So there's like less. Less communication, but more argument. I think that's that's how it puts more strains on this relationship. But I don't know how to overcome it, so that's she way to answer the question. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way to overcome it. <laughs> Oops. What were your challenges? I think yeah, the first one is uh, same as Jessica. The time zone differences. Um, mm-hmm. it was really hard for me in the beginning because you know. Like there's always uh, such a short period that you can talk to each other, you know. You mm. have to uh reduce out the time that he's working or the time that I'm attending classes, and uh my boyfriend he is a work uh, I wouldn't say that he's a workaholic but he has a very great passion uh to his work and to those mm. things that he is doing the project. So he he loved doing what he's doing, mm-hmm. and uh at that time I think at the, uh, in the beginning. Of the relationship, I was very very needy. I was very needy and um, lots of fights, lah. And mm. how to overcome it? There's no way to overcome it. You just have to get used to it. Yeah, you just have to get used to it, and then you just get, have to get yourself busy. Find something yeah, that you true. like, like uh, what he like, and then do it. Um, I think that for me, um, we, I, I, I think when I was in UK, we don't video call all the time, but we mm-hmm. uh, spoke on the phone. Uh, almost every day. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how other people do it, but I see some of my friends, they actually video call their another half uh, when they were doing long-distance relationship almost every day. Mm-hmm. I was a bit surprised. <laughs> yeah, true. I was a bit surprised. I just feel that, you know, um, by not doing all these things, it doesn't really create any barriers between us because we still talk to each other. And I think... Underneath everything, the most important thing is that we know that we love each other, mm. and we know that what they are doing, what he's doing, he know that what I'm doing. I know that he's working. He's trying to uh create a better life for himself and maybe for us. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the first challenge. Unable to contact mm-hmm. him, and then the second one is definitely the loneliness of being mm. away from your partners physically and mentally. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, so this one, I, I think I, I, I don't have to elaborate more. La. <laughs> <laughs> you have to know more about her. <laughs> How do you do with that? <laughs> the dealing part you, you can google it yourself <laughs> <laughs> so was all your relationship the whole eight and a half year were they all long distance or were they time when you guys can actually spend time together uh, no we were always in long distance the longest time that we get to spend together is uh, just happened these few months he came back for, uh, during pandemic so we mm. spent three months together, uh, two months together actually, two months plus. It's almost the same uh, time that we spent in the first year of our relationship. He went to UK mm-hmm. to, visit, to visit me. So I think he stayed in UK for two months that time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the longest time that we stay together is two months. This is like a weird question to ask you, but you know how some people are generally having to get used to have doing a long-distance relationship? Did you find that you had to get used to having him near you all the time? Like, <laughs> mm, Yeah, that's a very good question. Actually, I'm going to talk about this. I, I was going to say this. This is another challenge that I, <laughs> that I think we have. But before that, uh, I, another challenge is definitely the financial challenges. Because traveling is not cheap, bro. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, know, right? And we are so far away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so far away. So, how yeah, much do you spend I mean, roughly a year on like traveling expenses? Uh, when I was studying, I think I don't really travel back much. But uh, mm-hmm. when I was working, mm-hmm. I would say that every trip will cost around uh four to five hundred ringgit per trip. Yeah, wow. including the, yeah. This is this is just the flight ticket and the the cab fare or this thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I would say like wow, four hundred. That's not cheap. Yeah, so four hundred times twenty two. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh, uh, it's all worth it. Is that all your annual salary then? <laughs> no la. If that's my annual salary, then it would be very sad. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, when I am in uh, Singapore, you bear the responsibility of feeding me. <laughs> that's a good boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. So the next challenge that I met is when we meet after a long time of separating from each other. It's really dif- uh, It's really difficult. Because we are already very used to two very different lifestyles. Mm. And uh, when we meet, it can be so difficult that we want to adapt to each other's lifestyle that uh, sometimes mm. uh, I think we want to kill each other. You will be like, yeah, I hate you so much. <laughs> yeah. I think one of, the very, uh, one of the very simple examples is that I'm a morning person. I wake up very uh, early. Yeah. Yeah, but he's not. So, you know, when I wake up early in the morning, I will start doing all the things that I usually do. I will start uh, brewing my coffee. I will start washing the dishes that I didn't wash uh, yesterday. And then I will walk here, walk there, moving things here, there, make all the noise. And then he's still sleeping. So he will get annoyed. I will get annoyed. And then we will be like, I hate you. Why are you here? And then he will be like, yeah, why am I here? Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go then. Yeah. I think the last challenges is the one that is the hardest to overcome. The different lifestyle one is easy because once you get used to it, you know, it's easy to deal with. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hardest one is, of course, to say goodbye every time after you meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Usually, um, I think 
if we, we we plan to spend like weeks together, usually like two or three days before I know that I'm going back or I know that he's going back, I will be in a very, very, very bad mood. Mm. I, I was started to imagine all the um all the sad things mm. that is going to happen, all the feelings that I'm going to feel when he when he left or when I'm going back. Mm. Uh, yeah, that is the hardest thing, and that get better over uh, over these years. But yeah, still feel sucks. Mm. So, do you guys have plans to end the long distance relationship anytime soon, or is just see how you go? Um, I think at this moment we are at the see how it goes. Uh, of course, we have a plan to end this long distance, but to be honest, we have yet find uh, we had yet find a solution to to solve this problem <laughs> because uh, we have our own career plan. Like what I said just now, he's doing very well on his job in Singapore, and me, I'm having a job that I quite like now. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I think we'll figure out something. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I mean, Singapore and Malaysia is not very far, so I'm not that worried, lah. Hmm. I think the difference between like my relation, my past relationship, and yours is that I always have an imagination of a long distance relationship or a relationship. We need to picture ourselves like like we need to picture that we have a future plan together. Like I always have like the fantasy of having a perfect plan together but actually sometimes it's just you just have to have faith in each other and in this relationship that you will stick together no matter what and no matter what happens love conquers all love conquers all yeah, that's what i used to say but oopsie <laughs> <laughs> well until the other person doesn't make any effort chiwe any tips on how to survive long distance relationship if there's anyone listening out there that is going through a long distance relationship or about to go through a long distance relationship what do you what do you suggest they do to make it easier the first one is definitely to be loyal to your partner i know many mm. people who are not loyal <laughs> so true so true uh, yeah um Keep an appropriate distance and boundaries with your opposite sex friends. I, I think that is very important to to create yeah. the trust between uh, yeah. both of you, and yeah. uh, also communicate. Don't get into co war. I repeat, mm-hmm. uh, really, don't get mm-hmm. into co war because you're already so far away from each other. Getting yeah. into co war doesn't help. Yeah, it just wasn't the situation. So when the co war, you mean when you ignore each other and don't talk to each other and don't communicate. Yeah, yeah, when you try to um, try to avoid the problems, try to avoid yeah. the fights and all these things, don't just don't. Mm. Uh, you have to talk it out. Um, and then uh, also, you should learn to live by yourself, be independent, and have your mm. own life. I, I know some people will say things like, "Oh, if you are you, you can live independently, right? Then what's the point of having a boyfriend or a girlfriend?" Mm. But come on, it's different because. Um, when you live independently, but knowing that there's always someone there for you, it, yeah. it, it's really different. Yeah, yeah, it's really different. And I think humans just crave company as well, don't we? Yeah. 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 
I think I can relate to this so much because like I'm a very independent mm-hmm. person. I'm like very independent. I can live from by myself. I can live alone. I can do everything by myself. But at the same time, like I really enjoyed, like I, wa- I wanted to thank him because like I really enjoyed his company throughout the past three and a half years, even though it was a long distance relationship. Because if like he gave me the most, the best emotional support when I need him to be there, he's always there for me. Like if there's anything goes wrong, I can I can always count on him that he will answer my call right right away well doing first two years anyway but like yeah um yeah I, like I know that there's someone that I can always count on and rely on no matter what yeah I think communication is the key but also I think action speaks louder than words because it's not just saying I love you but like you you need to actually mean it and like you need to show it on your actions I think if you truly care it will reflect on how you treat me and how you want to spend your time with me I'm that kind of person who is like really independent and I enjoy my own time and space but if I really love you I would want you to I would want to share my space and time with you I would want to spend every single time with you like um yeah I'm that kind of person I think I think I have a different I might have a different view on this like I think we should always filter the advices uh, or advices from others or the, the chicken soup mm. articles that uh, we read online about relationship in general. There is no one solution to all problems in this world. So mm. if mm. your other half mm. is not doing something that what normal people is supposed to do in a relationship, it doesn't really mean that he don't love you. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I think you know your relationship best. You know that person best. So... Trust yourself, trust your partner. Mm. I can elaborate a bit from what Jessica was saying. Uh, getting the emotions, emotional support from your partner when you are in long distance relationship. I'm, I envy you. <laughs> you can you can immediately contact him. I really envy you <laughs> because I know my boyfriend is very <laughs> easy. So uh, it's not easy mm-hmm. to contact him. To be honest, uh, and then you know, mm. especially when you are really at the stage of. Uh, like breaking down or really when you really need to talk to him he's not there yeah he's not there so I face this a uh, few times I'm a very emotional person <laughs> in the beginning I will be very angry you know shouting very upset uh, crying saying that mm-hmm. why are you not there uh, you are my partner you are my boyfriend mm-hmm. you are not there for me why why all these things happen but come on people is working he's working uh, and then mm. he has his life going on there. So after a few years, I just uh, slowly get used to it and learn to learn to handle the emotion. And um, sometimes I would just text him and then tell him because I know that he is very busy. So instead of calling him, I would just text him and then say, "Oh, I'm not feeling, I'm not feeling uh, good. I feel like this, this, this." And whenever he's free. He will just call me, give me a call. He will call me back and then he will ask me, how are you doing, mm-hmm. baby? Are you, are you still feeling sad? Are you okay? So, I, I mm-hmm. mean, like, yeah, he, he wasn't there when I need him the most, but he, him taking the initiative to check uh, on me, uh, it made me feel good also. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it helped. At least, mm-hmm. he, he, actually, yeah. he cares. I know he cares. It's just that um, yeah. he has to do his work also, right? Yeah, of course. I think it's very important in long distance relationship or in any relationship that you won't take any little things for granted, that you appreciate, always appreciate what the other half do to you or sacrifice for you or even like care about you 
you shouldn't take things for granted. And it doesn't mean that he's your partner. He has responsibility of taking care of all of your emotions or taking all your negative vibes. It's it doesn't work that way. I think it, it's really important that you appreciate what the the tiniest thing yes, that he does. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think if we can learn from these two ladies, it's also to not take things personally as well. Because sometimes our partner can just mm-hmm. be busy and have no time to reply to our urgent or non urgent needs. And we just have to understand mm-hmm. and be an adult about it and give them time because people need time mm-hmm. to process things. For example, if you're fighting this goes for short distance, medium distance or long distance relationship. If you're fighting and your partner is withdrawing from you not wanting to speak to you well the best thing you can do is just to let them have their own time to process things and have their own time Mm. to come to an understanding because there's nothing worse than just screaming at each other because you don't know what you're talking about like never argue when you're at the height of your emotion never talk to somebody when you're angry like that because at the heat of the argument, you might say things that you hurt each other that you didn't even mean it, but like you just let it out. Exactly. And you didn't even mean it, but you hurt his feelings and it will be there forever. Like, yeah. yeah. It cannot be taken back. Yeah. I hope you guys can take the same message from Chiwei and her boyfriend is that they are very open with their communication and they are very adult with their Mm -hmm. relationship they have realistic expectations Mm -hmm. of their relationship no one person expects more than the other person and they clearly communicate what they want and what they need with their partner so i think the key is communication it boils everything boils down to communication you can't expect to read your partner's mind you can't expect them to know what you want you can't expect to know what they want yeah i agree i agree with what candy said but reality mm-hmm. reality sucks uh, most of the time i actually have unrealistic mm-hmm. expectation i have very high expectation that he has to do this he has to do that i think sometimes i just <laughs> sometimes i just have to accept the fact that i can't get everything i want <laughs> that's life life sucks uh, but I, I think the most important thing is still love i think when you love somebody deeply and genuinely the level of sacrifice that you're willing to make tend to be more than if you've given up in a relationship or if the romance has just fizzled out i think you can you can kind of tell a little bit which leads me Mm. swiftly to my next question (laughs) how do you spot a red flex in a long distance relationship i guess this goes maybe more to jessica i mean if chiwe has anything she wants to chime in as well I think the red flag started waving when I noticed every time I want to video call him, there's always an excuse. Like he would always put everything else before me, his friends, boys gathering, drinking, family, family day, computer games. Like I, I started to notice that he stopped trying and I was fed up arguing, arguing with him over and over again about the same matter, about the same issue. And I, I started to notice that I'm not his priority anymore. And that's when I know he started to lose interest in keeping this relationship. He didn't even realize himself un- until I mentioned this to him. And when he actually admit that um, I'm not his priority anymore, um, it actually hurts me and it actually broke my heart when he said that. Sorry to hear about that. <laughs> I've learned that we have to really just, if you really love someone, because there's no perfect there's no perfect human being in this world. So I, I just learned yeah. to accept uh, his imperfection and I think he learned to accept my imperfection as well. 
I think it takes about eight years to learn as well. Yeah, we're still learning. Time, time. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. As long as you still choose yeah. each other, no matter what, like you still stick to each other, no matter what. No matter what type of relationship you are in, uh, be it the LDR or a normal relationship with your boyfriend, girlfriend, I think it's very important to learn to to understand to be under uh, to understand each other's to. To also understand that there's really no perfect relationship, there's no perfect human being, there's nothing is perfect in this world. So just accept it. If you really love mm-hmm. someone, you should try to learn, uh, you should try your, uh, your best to learn to accept their flaws, their imperfection. Mm. Thank you so much, Chi Wei, for coming to this episode and share your experience with us um, I think I really learned a lot from you but I will still never do yeah. LDR again yeah me neither <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just I, I just can't do it but um, kudos to you and your boyfriend Thank long you. last to your relationship. I mean we don't have to say that because you guys are going to last forever um, yeah long lasting relationship <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so Thank you for listening to us. Um, I hope you find our tips useful. I, I hope you have learned something from us. Please follow us on our Instagram account, um, Two Pills in a Pod. Review and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I think that's it for today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thanks, girl.